Hello everyone, welcome to Sky Pirate Radio. Yes, we've returned after a short absence and uh, we're ready to get down uh, with the sweet sound of the podcast. With me today, we got the man with the iron face, Kevin Stott. Uh, I got this iron face for uh, the cheap price of $12.99. Wow. Uh, to the right of the iron face man is the half tank half man, Joel Vanderveld. I'm reporting live from North Korea. How do you think about how how do you think they feel about that? Oh man, straight from Pyongyang. Yep. Oh, and and to to compliment the cherry on top of this podcast as we will, we have Battlefield Bad Company's own Max Damage. I might just be a cherry boys, but I am full of Easter eggs. Yep, nice. you are a cherry boy. Full of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we doing, everyone? How's it all going? How's it all popping we're doing, up? We're doing good. I'm popping up. Very good. Mm, how was your Easter, everyone? This is our special Easter episode, I guess. Well, I haven't had my Easter yet, because well, our family does like the traditional Greek stuff. So oh, that's cool. Ours is like next month, so I'll report back when it actually happens. Man, yeah, I think cool. I want Greek Easter too. I think that's my Easter now. Yeah, it just kind of happens like that when you meet a Greek person. Mm. No, I just ate a bunch. Uh, Last night I ate a lot of uh, Toblerones and M&Ms. I feel a bit sick. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that. Yeah, um, there's no more, like, kids in... My mum's family comes over and there's no more kids anymore, so Mm. we all just do the Easter egg hunt. It's so dope. Nice. (laughs) I haven't had an Easter egg hunt since I was like in primary school, and I feel like I'm really missing out. I think it's actually funner now. I can s- I've got much better vantage point up here. <laughs> <laughs> Although we have been eating a lot of Easter eggs at work. We've been doing a lot of uh, Easter eggs. Uh, Kevin was hiding a lot of Easter eggs in the room on uh, Saturday. So Yeah, um, I, they got a whole bunch of... Uh, Easter eggs, and so we've been hiding them inside uh, the escape room for people to find. That's good. Very festive. Yeah. You know how I like to celebrate my Easter by escaping rooms? We all do. That's that's the Uh, fundamental basis of Easter, if you actually think about it. Jesus escaping the ultimate room. (laughs) Tomb. (laughs) But yeah, behind the rock, he couldn't get out. He looked through some papers and... Exactly. Found the, yeah, you found the, the combination. <laughs> <laughs> I've been okay, you know, like I said, uh, the chocolate's getting to me. And I, I don't know if last podcast I'd moved yet, but I, I am all moved now. Ooh. Which is good. Yeah. I'm in a room. That's good. <laughs> That's uh, I'm in some space. So you had a cool little yeah. bungalow. So. All, that, all the other podcasts you were just recording and just like outside. Yeah, we already established that either I was outdoors in the middle of a bush or inside the computer. <laughs> in the only two spaces. Getting good, good, cyber good. Yeah. Have we been doing anything apart from eating chocolate eggs, guys? I've been reading lots of comics. Nice. That's a good I've been reading. I, got, I started reading American Alien, which is this Superman comic that's uh, come out. By the guy who you might have seen on YouTube, The Death and Return of Superman, oh. where he just like explains the, the story of Death and Return of Superman, and like people act it out, and it's funny and silly. But he's like, 
Yeah, American Alien is really good. It's like the it's all it's all little story vignettes from like in cool. Superman's life, and it's like the it's like the stories that Superman would tell you if you were his friend, and so they're not like he's not fighting you know giant robots all the time. It's well, one time, like, this is how I learned to fly, like, a kid yeah, normally right. learns to, like, ride a bike with Park and, like, towing him along on, like, the back <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> or, That's like, fun. one time he gets, like, uh, he gets mistaken for, as a kid, he gets mistaken for Bruce Wayne at his birthday party, <laughs> and so he's, like, posing as, uh, as Bruce Wayne on his, like, party yacht. Yeah. And then yeah. he, uh, like, Deathstroke has been sent to get him. And so he has a fight with Deathstroke. Oh, plus, nice. like, a second because he just flicks him out of the boat. <laughs> mm. that's, really that's, that's what I really refreshing, uh, I bet, to read uh, in comparison to the regular Superman stories. What if they go all the way with it? They just have, like, a comic series of this. And it's just like they have to think of a bunch of Superman life moments. Yeah, so they get called the lesser adventures of Superman. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was like an adventure where he's really drunk and he's at someone's house. He can't find a blanket, so he just sleeps under a mattress. Could he? Could he get drunk? Wouldn't his metabolism just work through that? He does. He gets. It normally it would, but uh, in one of the in uh, when in that comic where he is mistaken for Bruce Wayne, he gets drunk because. Deathstroke was putting like like industrial grade tranquilizers. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> like so, it was like super drunk. It was like it would have killed a normal person, but it made Superman drunk. That's pretty That's good. That's great. That's the sort of thing that I wish we'd see more in the, the sort of DC cinematic universe at the moment. That the sort of like the fun side of that. Mm. that whole DC universe. Because I'm more of a DC guy than I am a Marvel guy, but mm-hmm. I can't really... I don't like what's going on with those movies at the moment. Mm. Fair enough. It, Did you watch anyway, Batman vs Superman? I haven't seen it. I don't think I care to. Yeah. I watched it, and I thought it was... Like, there were obviously parts that kind of sucked, but there was a lot of the stuff that I appreciated. Mm. Okay, yeah. Good. I'll watch it when sick, it comes it's out. It's got a sick Batman fight in it, where just Batman... Because in, like, the Chris Nolan ones, he didn't, like, seem to use that much gadgets, but he has a fight where he's, like, using the bat claw and batarangs oh, cool. and, like, disruptive cool. stuff. Yeah. And it was... That was really cool. I expect no less than cool fights in Batman <laughs> v Superman, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I'd be I interested re- just to see all the Batman stuff in it, because I think, Kevin, you know me, I'm not a, the greatest fan of Superman, but, uh... It yeah. seems like no one is. I like, like no one really like. Oh, there's a lot of Superman fans there. Yeah, I've turned, I'm kind of I've kind of turned around on Superman mm. because of because Seinfeld likes him. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a Green Lantern guy. I really like Green oh, Lantern. Oh yeah. N- n- I've never seen that movie that came out with Ryan Reynolds, and I probably never will. Yeah, yeah. fair call. I read uh, Marvels as well, which is this story about uh, it's a comic about this like, newspaper photographer in the Marvel Universe. And so it's, like, going through his life and his career and all these, like, major kind of events, like the first time Galactus shows up and stuff, and, like, how he's rushed into the scene trying to get all their photos and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Uh, I've been reading a few comics, you know, just 
you know me, week by week, I read uh, every issue of Archie. So, you know, <laughs> wow. what's Jughead going to do next? We don't know. <laughs> this, uh, I, I read every Archie as it comes out, offset by 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in. A, I'm still in the 1960s. A very turbulent time. Ah, uh, so you ha- so you haven't read Archie versus Predator yet? Is that is that real? I'm pretty That's sure it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that, that sounds I, cool. I, you know, we were talking about Superman's metabolism before. Jughead eats a lot, but he's skinny as. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> no one he's beats Jughead. Slight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jughead beats Superman coming soon. Should be good. The ultimate eating contest. <laughs> Hmm. So, have have any has anyone else been uh, doing anything of import or note? Uh, no, not really. Um, All right. Yeah, it's the same old with me. Just playing some cool video games. Ooh, let's talk yeah. about that. They do Ooh. say that uh, reading is for nerds who can't handle how kick butt reality is. It's so. true. Or video games. Or video games. <laughs> <laughs> Video games are for cool kids. I just I just play video games and watch cartoons all day. That's I all did I kickstart do. some fun board game or card games. I did that, but did you kickstart that excellent looking one? No. Oh my god, that. Oh. Tell the audience cool. a bit about it. Oh. We found I... this. We found this Kickstarter, and I saw this by a dude who's very very passionate about it. Yeah. But yeah. what he's made is absolute like like nonsense, unplayable. <laughs> There's just so much to it. Um, it's a it's a dungeon explorer. Okay, uh, you with, got me interested. With with a layer of open world, uh, open world action. It's ambitious. It's called Roger Deering's Dungeon Crusade, Book One: Genesis of Evil. Wow, so he's got his name in it. Yeah, we're we're assuming that this is the first of a series of giant ass board games. That I hope in the end we'll all connect together <laughs> well, uh, to like, create even bigger mayhem. The most insane, like this combat looks like insane and unplayable. Every, like everyone's got like five different types of damage they can do. Yeah. There's like a tray full of different kinds of dice. You can go to town. Mm-hmm. You can like craft. You can get mine stuff and go to the blacksmith to craft stuff. So um, if you're in the town, it might be celebration day, and you can go to the gambling house and yeah, then there's ever, four ever, other board games wa- inside this one wow. you ever like, wanted um, like a board game inside of a board game because this is the oh kickstarter man. that you need to back this actually sounds well, pretty cool well i mean it's at a certain point <laughs> it kind of becomes diminishing returns because this could just as easily be a video game and not be as much yeah, of a fucking yeah. hassle to play like, cause there's know? so many, like, in the town, there's, like, a terror track. At the end of, like, the video, when he's kind of explaining everything, there's one track that is called the Incantation Track, and he points at it, and he says, Incantation Track, and then he just moves on. He doesn't explain what <laughs> He doesn't it is have time to go over the incantation system, Kevin. <laughs> there's too much else going on. It's pretty, pretty great. Good. Yeah, it's it was sound, pretty like, good. It, seems like, it sounds like something made up, but it's completely real. It, it does. It does sound like um, Shadows of Brimstone, which is a game that is near and dear to me, which does have that full dungeon crawling experience. And then you can take your party to the, to the town. You can go to the saloon or like the 
you know, and gamble or you can try and um, you can go to the church to try and get blessings or go to the doctor to try and get things fixed or, you know, go to the general store. It does sound a bit like that, but all those things are basically articulated mechanically by just rolling on a table. You don't actually play poker to win money. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So that was fun. But I backed, um, I backed, where did I back? I backed a little cool card game, which is half strategy, half poker called Necronomicards, where you all play as like apprentice necromancers. Um, You draw, you draw a whole bunch of spell cards with little runes on them and you try to match runes and you draw out cool summons from sounds cool yeah so that should be fun i think that'll come yeah, a little bit later you, this year you, but you know it's actually funny that you bring this up i wasn't <laughs> going to mention this but i actually got money back from a kickstarter did you yeah a Back kickstarter that i backed in 2014 for a board game wow. called uh i think it was called lone wolf the board game um kind of went under and yeah, right. somehow they managed to get me a refund. Um, like one of the companies that was kind of funding it put money out of their pockets to get me a refund. That's nice. And yeah, like that whole thing. Uh, if you want to see a Kickstarter that's just been a massive mess, um, that's definitely a good one to look at if you want to yeah, look right. at how to not do communication. Because it had three parties involved in oh, wow. putting the game out there. And by the end, they were using the Kickstarter update system to basically just feud between each other. Oh, really right. nasty well. personal ways, like guys coming out and saying like, well, you know, I think Brian should remember that, you know, I've done things for him in his life and he should look <laughs> back at when he had debts to pay up. And just because he's bipolar doesn't mean he can... <laughs> Like, Jeez. Oh Amazing. my gosh, the, I want nothing to do with this anymore. The board game is made. Wow. It's sitting at someone's house in, in somewhere in the UK and they have no money to ship it. <laughs> oh, so no. it's just is been it a disaster. I got Joe my money D- back. And, Joe yeah. Deep is Lone Wolf? What's that? What, what, what was it? Lone Wolf? or It's called Lone Wolf the Battle for Magnamund, I think. Something like okay. that. It, I basically backed it because it has a really really nice art yeah um, sure. the art is by i think the guy's name is gary chalk who did yep. a lot of the art for the red wall books okay yeah sure yeah like some sort of old-fashioned sort of fantasy like yeah. a lot of like clear nice lines and yeah looking at it now it's a looker but yeah it's uh not a shower not a show Apparently up at not. my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other card game that I got was uh, Last Front, which is a cool strategy. Uh, I know, equal parts scrimmage. It's a World War Two card game where, you know, you have territories and you chuck down valued infantry units and stuff like that. And it seems like a real fast-paced World War Two card game. So looking forward to that. And that's uh, what I've been doing. All right. Well, let's get to, to some hot video games that we've been playing. Sweet. Alright, we'll start with Kevin. What have you been jamming at, little boy? Um, I haven't been playing that much. I've been playing... I got The Division, so I've been doing that. Mm. Uh, do you like The Division? I do like The Division. That's good. As, as I mentioned before, it like <laughs> it, it's propensity for being all about closing a car door. Like, that's the very first thing mm. your character does. Yeah. They come down... It seems like it's become their, sort of a joke at this point. They come down out of your helicopter, you see, like, you see a reflection in the window, you do a character creation, and 
then once you're done, they close what was an open car door that they were seeing their reflection in. Such a strange choice, really. (laughs) They got a reaction from it, and they're like, of of course, we have to double down (laughs) on closing car doors. I'm enjoying it. It's it's good. You shoot dudes, you get new guns. There's... Yep. All the the guys... There's all these, like, side quest dudes that have like really strong characters mm. when they're telling you what you're going out to do there's like one who's like a former actor and he's always talking about that <laughs> game's got some really nice because i've been playing a ton of it as well um game's got some really nice kind of like I, I for lack of a better term i guess lore um the all the world stuff is really nice being able to pick up echoes and hearing like all the cool different things that people were doing before the fall of new york um yeah Fun times. Um, just from the outside looking in, it just seems like the storyline's a bit silly, <laughs> you know. I, I don't think so. I think it's in the realms of possibility, and that's the thing with like, all the. <laughs> Is it? Well, yeah, with the things of all like Tom Clancy always does that. I mean, like someone weaponizing smallpox isn't really that far from you know imagination. Oh. So. And that's no, all it is. Just, just how quickly it, it turns to shit, and they have to to get well. The, yeah, the maybe, maybe that stuff. But like yeah. the, the spread, I think they like they had a website where they got actual data and all that kind of stuff, and they showed they mm. showed how quickly the infection could spread. You know, mm. had have you know smallpox be weaponized and incurable, it spreads in a matter of days. You know, it gets mm. pretty bad pretty quickly. Um, they also did a simulation where they got a city full of people and, and spread sick money around, and uh, <laughs> that's how they got all their statistics. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a really cool story. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a neat story. I like the Black Friday thing. Mm. That's a funny. Mm. Yeah, I, I really like the setting that New York in winter. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I, I played the beta. Oh yeah, also, sure. Also, like beautiful game. Oh, like, totally. Just stunning. That engine is amazing. And just the, what, the locations as well. Like you actually get to see, you know, locations in New York. And yeah, from what I've yeah. read, people are you know going past their old workplaces mm. or cafes and like, hey, that's yeah. the cafe I went to this time in my life. And it's kind of scrunched down, so everything's a bit like you know they'll skip blocks and stuff. Yeah, but things right. like like I the flat iron building. And, yeah, I think they had Bryant Park in the beta. Yeah, like, yeah. I was showing my girlfriend, like, we've been here. Like, it's yeah. so like so spot on. Um, but, yeah, I was going to say, the thing that struck me was that the fact that the sort of how you interact with the world was... It almost becomes a bit of a point and click. Like, yeah, instead right. of running from piece of cover to piece of cover manually, you'll look at the piece of cover you want to run to and hold down the space yeah, bar. Yeah, sure. Which is such a, like, it. you'd think, I don't know, maybe it didn't change a lot for you guys, but it almost became like I was playing more like XCOM than Gears of War in a lot of yeah. ways. Like the same thing if you see uh, something you want to loot across the room, you can hold down the interact button and your character will walk across to it and then, like, open it. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know. I thought that was a, I haven't seen that before really. It's nice that they've really, um, yeah. Because I'm, I, I'm max level, etc., uh, etc. Et I'm, I'm playing it, you know, properly with friends. You know, we get on, do our challenge dailies and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm playing it properly, and it's really nice to see a game that really kind of, like the you need to use cover, um, and they've pushed that 
and it works really well. You know, you keep making the game really. It, it's really challenging. You know, if you're not in cover and not communicating properly and how you're using it properly. So it was a nice. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Good. The uh, cover thing reminds me of uh, the the video game uh, based on the movie Wanted. Has <laughs> anyone oh, played the, that? The, the enemies, <coughs> the enemies in this game remind me of uh, the people in Wanted because they can uh, they can shoot you from behind walls and stuff. Oh no! So, uh, it's a little bit annoying. Bending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kevin, have you been playing much else other than Divisioning? Um. No. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to good old JoJo then. Where you been playing, Joey? Ah, uh, the division. Oh, okay. Uh, What's that? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I've, pretty much what Kevin said and what we've been discussing. Um, uh, yeah, it's, we'll see what happens with it because you know, mm. at the moment there's not a lot of not a lot of content for it, and that's fair enough because the game, like Max said, is absolutely stunning, and it would have taken them so long to construct this amazing world so people need to calm their farm and just kind of like be patient and wait well Uh, i mean uh the game's getting i haven't played it yet but uh the game's getting some some comparisons especially to something like destiny yeah uh what where do you think the the difference may lie here with with content and stuff and and just how the game plays and stuff like that between this and destiny well like i played a lot of destiny as well destiny had some really really solid uh i guess solid gun mechanics you know yes. but at the end of it it felt like a slot machine or one arm bandit you know you're just constantly rolling for the best and this feels a little like that as well um but max you played a lot of diablo right this mm. the loot system as it stands right now is like the loot system from the original diablo uh from original d3 like the vanilla uh yeah, it's really annoying. Like you, you've got these high-end le- weapons, and it takes forever to farm them. They don't drop, or you know, when they do drop, they're not that good. Especially the named ones, because you can go to the other legendaries and craft them. So that's a little annoying. But I don't know. The game feels, for me anyway, I like the setting, and that's it's and the the tactical element that it brings, as opposed to just a straight-up first-person shooter that Destiny had, and that's kept me going a little bit more. Mm. We'll see what happens with content updates and what they do. What's different for me, though, is the devs seem to be really kind of active. They, within the first week of release, they're like, all right, there's a problem with the rogue system. You know, for those who don't really know the division, you've got a dark zone area, which is your PvP kind of zone. You go there, you extract loot, but you can shoot other players, making you go rogue. So the... Initially, the rogue system was really punishing. You would lose so much experience for dying. They changed that quite, uh, quite quickly. And it's nice to see the devs getting on the reddits, or as I like to call them, threadits, and um, hmm. listening to feedback and changing it. And I think that really kind of distinguishes, distinguishes it from the de- Destiny um, in a sense that, yeah, we're getting stuff changed and we're getting our first big content drop next month, next big one after that, and then our first big DLC after that, you know, so... We're not waiting half a year for changes, and that's nice. Yeah. I wonder if the n- not many of the quick changes happened in Destiny, because if you remember that Kotaku story where they talked about how it, like, for the Destiny team, it took, like, 12 hours to open the map editor and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so that was... <laughs> I guess that's I the of... beauty of these guys creating their own engine, like, how... Yeah, I remember seeing definitely. a dev video 
saying how quick it was and versatile it was for them to change something if they needed to. And that's, yeah, that's definite strength. Yeah, excellent. Well, we'll see how that, that uh, yeah. ends up. I'm really hoping for a rift system like in D3 because that uh, made it really good. Hmm. D3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made by um, uh, Swery. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Dark dreams don't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, have you been playing much else or just, just no, a bit of that just, division? Just the, I've been, as, like, I've been still every now and then jumping on Final Fantasy IX. I like playing my old old mm. Final Fantasies, but that's about it. I haven't played anything interesting on iPad. Kevin and I did play a fun uh, Escape the Room board game. Uh, mm, yes. Oh. That What's that? Pretty cool. We were approached by the what is like a director of this American company who was in Melbourne for a, like a conference, and he, he delivered one to us. Yeah, so, it's so it's, that we uh, just sell it in the shop. Company called ThinkFun, and it's yeah, it's for us because we we know what kind of what we're doing. The, the game's made for three to eight people. We got it done with two people, and it was pretty straightforward, pretty easy, but. It's. I think it's a nice thing for people that are I was, starting. I was impressed with the yeah. variety that they managed to have in it. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's a nice thing for like people just beginning and starting out and wanting to check out this kind of thing. So, yeah, I've been on more of a, a board gamey thing lately. Nice right. one. I like a good board game. Yeah, why not? Uh, Mac Maximilian is. Does your name stand for Maximilian or Maximum? It's actually just Max. Oh. That's yeah. cool as well. You're like Goofy's son. Oh. You are. You are a bit. You are. In, you are in fact that. Well, what have you been playing? My brother's Leo, so I'm pretty sure my parents just have a thing for three-letter names. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to write. <laughs> <laughs> Think um, of all the time you'll save. Yeah, <laughs> they probably saved like a couple of minutes over the course of a lifetime. <laughs> um. So. For the first time since about 2010, I finished Mass Effect 1. Nice. nice. Um, that was really good. Once I got into the sort of flow of it, that game really holds up quite well. Um, it's a funny-looking game, but um, and it's definitely really sort of messy in terms of the RPG elements. And I've started playing Mass Effect 2, and they definitely smooth out a lot of that, but I think they kind of... Uh, smooth it out a bit too much and the sort of RPG elements are kind of gone by the second one mm. in favour yeah I, I agree I agree with that yeah I was going to say in favour of more of a shooter thing but I think you can have both I just they really just like the skill trees are sort of pared down a lot and there's a lot less reliance on skills and so on and sort of managing what um what your party members are using and stuff. It's still... Mass Effect 2 is still quite a good game. Um, I always just assumed it was better than 1, though, and I'm kind of starting to question that. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> the same thing kind of happened with Dragon Age, didn't it? If, I was, if I'm not mistaken. They, they changed a lot of stuff in the second one of those as well. I can't yeah. really remember the specifics, but I remember it not feeling like the first Dragon Age. Yeah. So, yeah, so Dragon Age 1 was a lot closer to, like, a Neverwinter Nights style, yeah, like, right. old-fashioned 90s top-down RPG. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. an action RPG, which Dragon Age 2 sort of was. And then with Dragon Age Inquisition, they kind of went to something a bit closer to in-between the two. Yeah. Um, 
And I think I, I don't know. I think a lot of people liked Dragon Age One, and I don't. Uh, I haven't played two, but I've played quite a bit of Inquisition. I I thought the combat was incredibly boring. It's yeah. kind of the sort of thing. It's a you know a skills bar, and you're basically just hitting abilities when they come up, and yep, there's cool. no sort of there's a bit of sort of tactical movement around a sort of area, but that's about it. Mm. It's an odd one because they seem to have just not found the voice of of that series. Um, yeah. Whereas with Mass Effect, they did quite quickly. Um, obviously, with Mass Effect Three, they take the progression from Mass Effect Two even further. Um, the the combat is like much more shootery, but much better and more visceral. Yeah. But still, not very. Um, I think Mass Effect Three. There's barely any RPG sort of elements at all. Which I think mm. is a real loss for the series. Yeah, Although sure. there's more, there's more um, uh, like weapon and and sort of armor choices than there are in two. Um, I'm pretty sure with two, I've been using the same two, the same pistol and shotgun combo since the beginning, which is a bit yeah. boring. It, there's that new Mass Effect game that was announced, wasn't there? We don't know much about that. Just Andromeda, yet, do we? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think we've really seen much at all we've seen some sort of in-engine stuff that's sort of like a preview of what the developers are looking at but like really nothing at all um i uh, think we'll probably was there a just... teaser that had like garris in it maybe or am i making this up because i like garris i i hope so but i don't know <laughs> um i think we'll probably be finding a lot more out um, at E3 this year, I suspect. Apparently, you sound like a press man. Well, they, uh, we'll they talk are, about it at they're E3. They're still aiming for a 2016 release date, so... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we don't comment on speculation, uh, so... Uh, it'll have all your favourite characters, and plus a few new ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so there's, there's all that, and... Yeah, so I do get the idea that maybe 2 is a little, like, it's a lot more polished, but it maybe it's, for the worse, it's a little too processed. That Everything sort of follows a very sort of strict formula. Every crew member has their first mission where you pick them up, and then they have a loyalty mission later on, and then these are all broken up with um, sort of side missions and story missions that you have no control over when they come in. So, I mean, it's just a bit... It's still really good, but it's maybe a bit boring. Um, apart from that, I've been playing a lot of Total War Rome 2. Nice. Um, I don't know. Total War's... I, I started playing it because I saw a trailer for the new Total War Warhammer, um, which looks really cool. Yep. And I've, I've sort of tried to crack into Rome 2 a couple of times before... And um, it's been sitting at about five hours in my Steam library, and now I've finally sort of gotten into it. But I, I still don't feel like I'm I'm really playing it right. I don't know. I, I felt the same. I, I was playing a lot of the, the Total War Shogun because um, yeah. I love that history. I've um, heard really good things about Shogun. Um, yeah. Shogun 2, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always felt the same. Like, I always felt like, wasn't playing it properly, didn't really know what I was doing that well, so I yeah. might have to revisit them too. At some one, point. Of my, one of my favourite games, is, uh, probably of all time, is actually um, Total War Napoleon, which I actually, I felt that I really did like understand the systems going on in there, and particularly with the tactical battles, I 
understood how to use cavalry, um, how to try and break through lines and cause like uh, flanking maneuvers. Whereas with uh, Rome 2, I feel like I'm getting loads of dudes with shields and armor and just sending them at the other team and hoping we win. the auxiliary did. Yeah, I mean, well, but like, and I'm basically getting to the point where you can actually manipulate sort of the, you know, time progression in those tactical battles. I'll just go four times progression to just to hurry up these slogs that are going on. Even when I try to do flanking maneuvers, they seem to just not really have much of an effect. Well, I think I think the purpose of uh, being a commander of an auxiliary unit is uh, use your ta- uh, battle prowess to really stem the course of uh, the political situation of Rome, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, well, what does what does Rome 2 look like? <laughs> <laughs> you like my joke? <laughs> the, other, the other thing is, and I think this is a consistent problem with the Total War series, is you can always choose to auto-resolve battles from the, the sort of strategic oh, map. And I want to do that more because if it's sort of a smaller battle where it's i just want to get it over with i'm just wiping out an army or I'm that's not a, that's not a really good sign of a video game that you know you give the option to skip their content I mean, yeah that's... but if it's if it's a pivotal battle where i've staged a big army and it, we're clashing with another one and it's we're evenly matched i want to do that but if it's sort of just gonna you know waste 20 minutes yeah, doing sure. something that ai could do for me i, I don't mind saving that time but what routinely happens is um, <clears throat> the AI will constantly say that have a much harder time with enemies than I do. So I have to resolve these battles that I really shouldn't because the AI is insisting that the enemy is just really difficult on this one. Which <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a way in the options I can adjust that, but I feel yeah. like I'd be cheating if I did. Yeah, sure. And that's yeah. just about it. I haven't heard it at Total War, Warhammer. That sounds very much in the spirit of how Warhammer, you know, the fiction generally is with the big it battles looks, and all that yeah. stuff. It looks so cool. It the, does, uh, it really does look of, good. Yeah, trailers sort of reminded me of like that, um, sort of the beginning of like a Helm's Deep or something where there's just, just these massive lines of these, you know, orcs and goblins on spiders and drums going and stuff <laughs> coming towards these lines of nervous-looking humans with spears <laughs> and stuff. It looks so cool. Is it called Total Warhammer? It's not. Ooh, it it's should a be. crime, but it's not. What? It's called Total War Warhammer. <laughs> Missed opportunity, if there ever Absolutely. was one. I, yeah. I, I, I would kind of prefer a Warhammer 40k. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big think... 40k person as well, but after playing a lot of Vermintide and getting into that lore, it's still pretty grim and dark, and I like it too. Mm. Yeah, it's it's sure. uh, kind of it's kind of a bit sad that like that Vermintide and this is coming out when um, Games Workshop, the holders of the Warhammer license, have kind of wiped. They've kind of ended that world. Yeah, I think, I well, with, the, with the original one. The... Yeah, I no, think we've they, talked about they, this, but they didn't end it. They just extended it in Age of Sigma. So is... basically, yeah, basically what they did was they blew it up, and then they said that now um, this sort of different world is happening where everything's there's no more Skaven. They're all called something else, and mm. Verminkin or something, and yeah. you know there's no more um, Empire. They're all called something else, and uh, so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's, it's a weird it's, choice. 
It's such a weird thing. I think it was because the Warhammer, the tabletop games, that their sales were kind of flogging, and they really wanted to do something drastic to reboot it. Um, yeah, right. And so they've basically got a game that's completely different now. Um, I don't know how it's doing for them, but... I Sorry, guys, I'll edit that out. Edit <laughs> what out? Uh, there was stuff happening in the background. Oh, oh, you could have gotten away with that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, did, I didn't know. I had my headphones out. I had to deal with it. All oh, right. Well, now uh, you can tell us what, what games you've been playing. Who? Me? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> if you want, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah we, we could. I guess we could do that. Have you, uh, have you guys heard of the hot new game, Trackmania Turbo? Yes. Oh, kind that's of. a really resounding <laughs> reaction we got there. We got everyone's talking about it. The hot new game. Um, it's uh, so. What do you got here? Uh, all my games will be based on a series of questions. Unfortunate to you. events. To, no, I'm not oh. lemony snicket, Joey. I wish you were. <laughs> you and that's why you resent me. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so questions to all of you and also to viewers at home, viewers. Listeners at home. No, they're called viewers. Okay, viewers at home. Uh, do you like Speed Racer the movie? Who doesn't? Yeah, that's right. If you don't, you're part of the problem. <laughs> uh, uh, did you? Do you like video games? And this is the game for you because it's it's. Wait, do I? Yeah, you do. It's a lot like Speed Racer. Uh, the movie, just a lot of flashy colours and going very fast. Is this the one that looks a bit like a Hot Wheels comes, thing? Here comes yeah, it looks a bit Hot Wheelies. It's it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. And I'm not biased because I'm the number two player in New South Wales and number three in Australia. Ooh. What? Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm an honorary captain of Trackmania Turbo. Wow. I feel like Maybe I'm in royalty right now. It might actually be because not many people have played <laughs> Trackmania Turbo. <laughs> Is this a PS4 exclusive? No, no, it's on Steam. I don't know if it's on Xbox, but it might be. I'm just wondering why I've never, like, I've never, I haven't really seen much. It's kind of, it's kind of a niche. It's always been a niche thing. There's been Trackmania 2, and um, that game is wild. Just like servers that is just like really terrible UIs with a lot of like multicolored (laughs) HTML text. And just like dubstep, stub dubstep remixes of "Call Me Maybe" just playing in the background while everyone's yeah. racing. Is that yeah. on someone's voice chat? Someone's saying, "Yeah, there's just one Russian kid speaking with his parents on voice chat." <laughs> and uh, yeah, but this one is a more like polished version. Not as much, uh, not as much "Call Me Maybe," which is a disappointment, definitely. But um, is this it, got still... split screen? Yeah, it does. This oh. is, this game is. You, they would you would think they would like you know sterilize and take out the crazy of, out of the game but there's a mode where if you go into multiplayer and then it says put in code and you put in a combination of the face buttons like XOO circle and it'll say multiplayer turbo crush mode and you're like what the fuck is that and then it'll turn into like a you know like a micro machines kind of the camera yeah. is above sort of shit and then there's a mode where it's called Double Driver, where two players are driving the same car <laughs> and have to move the stick like and drift at the same time. This game, it's it's really fun if you're playing like, it's it's not an experience you get out of a lot of indie games, and uh, well, you get it more out of indie games now. But that kind of two people in the same room playing a game, being silly, yep, yep, yep. yeah, it, it's it's pretty fun and, and it's fun solo as well. I like it, it a lot. Looks so cool. 
Yeah, it's a very pretty game as well. It. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, as the Trackmania Australian King, I approve. <laughs> good, um, good, good. Uh, other than that, and now we're going to end this on a more dour note, I should have ended it with the better game. I've been playing Far Cry Primal. Oh, yeah. What do you think All about it? Right. I haven't played it yet. Well, I'll ask you questions. Do you guys like Far Cry? I like yeah, Far Cry 3. Sometimes. Do you like Cavemen? Yeah. <laughs> I like the Flintstones. Is this the game for me? No, um, no, no. I like uh, the Flintstones cereal. Uh, it was called then Pebbles. Then you probably like Far Cry Primal. Yeah, if you like the both, the, if you like the Flintstones and you like Far Cry, you like Far Cry Primal. I don't know. It's Far Cry. Kind yep. of same deal with Far Cry Four, and that that game was also just Far Cry. Yep. Fair enough. But, um, uh, you know, more focus on less on guns, more on you know, bows, which is nice because it's like spears. a completely different. It's a completely different direction that most people take it. But I feel like. They're just doing the same thing with like like Assassin's Creed. Far Cry Three was amazing, and then like in, I don't know, a year later, Far Cry Four comes out. Yeah, and then this. It feels like they don't do enough to improve the the actual game. It's but just this, kind of the this same is deal. A pretty radical step, you know, going from like. I mean, it it isn't, and it isn't. Yeah. I mean, the actual the way you play the game and is is very similar. Um, other than like if you only use like rapid fire guns and stuff like that I always played Far Cry with like a bow and being very stealthy sneaky boy Yeah. Yep. so I kind yeah. of play it the same way here I feel like this yeah this isn't probably I don't know I, I feel like this is probably something that's going to become pretty forgettable I'd be surprised yeah, if sure. you brought this uh, up at the end I mean, of the year yeah I mean it's it kind of even I mean we're talking about it like a few several weeks after release it kind of came and went I think yep. I yeah. feel like yeah, nobody's talking. There's no season pass or anything, is there? No, no. Oh, yeah. there's uh, there's pre-order content which yeah. I got. Um, but there's I didn't not pre-order like, it. Plans I, I for future. Yeah, but the pre-order content is you control a mammoth in the spirit world, and it's fucking awful. It's just Aww. terrible. The worst. They just you play this mammoth and you slowly walk around and. Like three, it's like Dark Souls. Three seconds after you hit the R two, he moves his trunk and hits a thing, and Ugh. it's really frustrating. Oh. It's like driving custard. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's 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 the worst. I hate it so much. But the, I'm enjoying the game. I play it like every other Far Cry game, in that I don't do any of the story stuff until I've done all the side stuff. Yep, I'm the same. Nice Just got to clear all the towers and get everything. <laughs> Far Cry is a really odd sort of series. I. I played Far Cry 3 furiously yeah. for about yeah, the space yeah. of about two weeks. And then Far Cry so 4 came out. So you mean you were out. angry? <laughs> yeah, I was so angry. I was really oh, into it. I, I hate Voss. And then, and then 3 came out and I have... I mean, 4 came out and I have no desire to play it. Yeah, I still sure. don't. Mm. I think uh, one other distinction between like something like Far Cry regular and a Far Cry Primal is that... Far Cry 3 and 4 both have really interesting villains. Um, Vass is okay. I really liked Pagan Min. I thought he was a really funny yep. and interesting character. Um, this has... It has a dude, but they all speak in caveman, so it's not really... Yeah. And he doesn't really have any distinguishing features. Like, I think it'd be pretty cool if there was a bad caveman that wore a purple suit. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool to me. He came from the future or something. 
He could ride the last dinosaur or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> the last dinosaur. Yeah. All right. That he sounds pretty it. sweet. <laughs> that sounds like a good boss battle, like some phantom, phantom pain type shit. Yeah. And then they could <laughs> kill him off halfway through the game. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Do you guys ever play much of Blood Dragon? Uh, yeah, I mean, this this sort of feels like a, a hyper-extended kind of yeah, Blood right. Dragon. So I like really enjoyed Blood Dragon. Experience. Yeah, Blood Dragon's pretty cool. Yeah. I would argue that it's probably cooler than this. Okay, sure. In, in terms of the like how unique it is. you know, It the, really the reminds me of something like Battlefield Hardline. Like that sort yeah. of, a sort of strange spin-off that will be sort of forgotten quickly, but is basically there to tide people over till the next okay. main one comes out mm. yeah pr- pretty it pretty much sounds like that it's gonna be interesting to see what they do because i don't feel like they can they can do this again you know kind of make the same experience if they do then they've gone completely full-blown into assassin's creed territory mm. oh, um, i just want to know what happened with uh, the original kind of far cry idea with all those weird mutant things and uh, on the yeah. pacific island remember that yeah yeah like there was aliens at the end? Yeah, like, something yeah. like that. It's been a while. I'm one of but... those people whose favourite Far Cry is Far Cry 2. So, uh, Far Cry 2 was kind of cool. I liked yeah. the Savannah. It was a nice... It was nice. Yeah. If you play it on the higher difficulties, I think it's a lot of fun. My favourite yeah. Far Cry is Crisis. Yeah, no, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get the throw turtles and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like the Far Cry games. I feel like I play them stealthy, so in terms of a stealth experience, I, I'll always prefer phantom pain whenever i like finish an outpost or something i'm always like all right i gotta call pequod and i forget i'm playing a different <laughs> a different <laughs> game <laughs> she blinded me with science <laughs> yeah uh, well mine's mine's a heart moment take on me of course <laughs> mine was uh quiet by japan or was it i can't remember the name of the band i think that's it quiet by japan quiet oh, life okay. i think yeah, six songs. Oh, I thought you meant like the uh, 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 the quiet oh, no, theme. No, 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 <laughs> it's, uh, it's this cool eighties. Uh, okay, cool song. Neat. Yeah, check it out next time you play. I will. I'll try to find the tape. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. I guess we should talk about the game of the week. I guess. Which was uh, chosen by me. It was Ninja Senki DX, made by uh. Those fellas, what are their names? Uh, Tribute Games. Yes, that's it. Tribute Games. I was going to call them Heartbreak City or something like that because they have a heart for their <laughs> Heartbreak thing. City is a sick studio name. Yes, it is. That's the name of our new game coming soon, Heartbreak City. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what did you guys think about this little, well, little platform? I only, I didn't get a chance to play the PC, like the re-release. I played the Flash one online, the free one. Mm, um, that's okay. It, the graphics and control, yeah, it plays exactly the it's, same. It's really, really cute. Um, and I loved all of that. But, yeah, it's, it's just kind of like, I guess, a throwback to old NES games and stuff like that. Mm. It doesn't really add anything. For the piece, the the free one anyway, didn't really add anything. No, it, it's the, like I said, it's the same game, just different music and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So um, you're right about that. I feel like um, it, it's the level design is good. It uses a lot of lessons from like repetition yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. level elements and stuff like that to get the player like acclimatized to to the controls and to defeating enemies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. 
Um, uh, what did you think about it, Kevin? Oh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like the best way to kind of, and this is something I was talking about with Kevin uh, the other day um, when we want to make you know some of the stuff that we're thinking about um, is, I guess, the best way to kind of say or, or, or I guess, you know, say thank you or you know replicate a game of that era is not just take the elements from it, but like you know construct your own thing in that style and like don't you don't borrow heavy elements like you know say like Mega Man guns and all that kind of stuff <laughs> um yeah so, and I feel like yeah. this is just a cookie cutter it's a you know yeah it's just a NES game using all that kind of stuff which is a bit of a shame but mm. I think graphically it uh looks really nice yeah yeah um yeah. I think that uh, yeah, in terms of the actual game it feels like a Mega Man but less in scope like you can't even like with Mega Man you get to choose your robot masters yeah you got different power-ups and stuff like that you got Rush, who's pretty cool. Um, I thought Ninja Technica DX was pretty good in terms of effects. They really kind of sold the throwing stars and how they like hit mm. the sounds when they hit a dude or when they hit the yeah. wall. But the screen was too small, and so lots of times you'd yep. make a jump and you'd have to just be mashing throw buttons to, to make sure you didn't get yeah. hit by a yeah, dude while you sure. were jumping. And then there were lots of parts where uh, they would just have the exact same like platform with a dude on it like three times in a row which yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of got boring i mean uh i i think the uh in the dx version they've got some like um speed run stuff and and some challenges you can do which i quite liked after i finished the game um and got the best ending because i'm very good oh wait so there's di- multiple endings in there yeah oh, yeah right. there's three different endings uh for, was, based on how really many hard. I only, I like it, I would be like, I got up to like the third level. Really? Yeah. Man, you, you shouldn't make video games. <laughs> I didn't have the patience <laughs> to stick with it. Yeah, I, it I, really I beat it uh, a few times. Like, once you get, like, a, you get a beat on the levels and how they work and uh, sort of get better at it. I think the most satisfying time I had with it was when I was um, playing the speedrun mode and trying to, trying to get as fast as I could. And, like, just, like, no memorizing the level... Like like yeah. you would in like a Sonic game or something, and just like not letting go of the the right button as you just I just plow through enemies was really satisfying and, and fun to do. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, the trophies kind of gave me an incentive to do that, which is what trophies are pretty good for, given a little bit of flexibility and, mm-hmm. and longevity to the game. But I think Joey's right in terms of it's just it's just a platformer, which is sort of disappointing coming from Tribute, who yeah, made some exactly. interesting games. Uh, but it's just a remake of one of his oldies from 2010, so, you know, I don't know. Which is yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't think it's like... Yeah, it's not like they Because they announced another game, Jumpy... Uh, it's like... It's like Barney of Isaac, but instead of it being Zelda, it's like you're platforming and you have a grappling hook and a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um... Okay, so that's them as well, is it? Uh, Bionic Commando. <laughs> no, it's not Bionic Commando. Oh, it's called gosh darn it. something Hook or something, I don't remember. Uh, Bionic Commando. <laughs> yes. That's what it's called. I wish. Um, so what, what is your expert opinion on this game, Max? I uh, have no opinion. Um, <laughs> I mean, it look it looks like Looks like a game. Plays like a game. Probably is it good? Is a game. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... Flint Hook. Kevin's called Flint Hook. 
I mean, it's I can talk. Talks, I can guys. say that I don't like it very much, but I really don't think it's. I, I don't think it's very. It's called Flint Talk. What? Oh, <laughs> by Commando. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't think like I, I I can say that I don't like it very much, but it's not very useful at all because that's just because I don't particularly like this type of game. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and that's enough. probably like I I should probably have tried harder to like it because I probably would enjoy it if I you know got myself to. But yeah, oh, just mm-hmm. pixels and use polygons, man, and add a story in and some voice acting. Jo- Joey, and- what's Joey, what's the new game called? Uh, I believe it's called Flinthook. Oh, I love Bionic Commando. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> the main character in it called Nathan Rad Spencer. Probably. Is it going to have a fully realized 3D world and voice acting uh, and story? Flinthook <laughs> is a cool pirate game. Nah, I'm alright. <laughs> I'm just not Did feeling Did you guys play that Bionic tonight. Commando uh, open world game? Uh, is it called Just Cause? No. Is that is that the last gen one? The yeah, I played the, the one that de- was made the by multiplayer the multiplayer demo. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, that mm. game was something else. Was was he also one of the very few video game protagonists that had dreads? Yeah, he does have dreads. Uh, he culturally appropriated his dreads. Oh. <laughs> and they had a uh, little physics on him. It was fantastic. Um. Well, anyway, yeah, Ninja Sinky DX. <laughs> but this uh, video next... game. I don't know. I just chose it because I like Tribute and I wanted to play it. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah, I was happy good. that I played it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, Kevin, now um, the, the gauntlet lies to you. I didn't have one when we started, um, but oh. I've decided... Uh, Flinthook. No, Flinthook's <laughs> not out yet. I know. Uh, Bionic Commando. The Bionic Commando is out, but we're not doing it. <laughs> okay. going to play Catacomb Kids. Catacomb Kids. That sounds cool. That sounds like a like a straight to DVD The Goonies movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like uh, it's kind of like something like Spunky, but there's like way like you can go like way deeper into it because like mm. there's like slimes at the start of the game and you can kill them, but then like you can throw them at somewhere and if you throw them at a wall, it's like a foothold that you can climb up, or you can throw it at an enemy and it'll stick him. Or you can like f- forge it into something else. I just listened to a, mm, I I listened to a podcast. Good. I listened to a podcast with one of the uh, designers, and he talked about it, and it was very interesting. Yeah, cool. So we're going to give that yeah. go. I was released cool. uh, last year in February. It's still in early access, though. It seems cool. Yeah. So uh, next week we'll be playing Catacomb Kids, which appears to just be on um, Steam for Mac and Windows. Very excited. Do it. Everyone sounded very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, Catacomb All Kids. Right. Ooh, Catacomb Kids. <laughs> All right. It's time for... Now get real excited, because now it's time for... um uh, Flintstone... Uh, sponsored by Flintstone, or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> Flint Hook. <laughs> meat Hook. <laughs> is, yeah, Meat uh, Hook. Meat Hook is a uh, is uh, oh, pitch that game. Doobly 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 Um, because I chose like this week's game, I will be the judge today, and I've given you all a, a set of perfect names. This is very difficult to to uh, come up with free, but I did mm-hmm. it. Are you all prepared for these names? Yes. All right. Number one, 
cyber front. Okay. Like mm. a front. Alright, uh, two. Town challenge. <laughs> and okay. three. And whoever gets this is blessed. Truckscape. Whoa. Oh, that's good. Here's the names there. And uh, now, uh, we'll start, we'll begin. Oh man, what should be the guessing game? Um, what is my favourite film? Uh, who wants to go first? Kevin. Oh boy. boy, oh, boy. Think about me, everyone. Think about what I like. And don't say pornography or I'll get upset. Remember what you like. Yeah, well, <laughs> This should be go. something that I know. I shouldn't know yeah. this so much, but I don't know it. Just just think of think of a think of a grand old film that you think your old one buddy those, Jace would one of those uh one of those one of those <laughs> revenge movies. You know, those ones you like. Yeah, 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 I know. The one revenge movie. <laughs> I don't know what they call Alright, you gotta think of called. a movie title before in ten seconds. Okay, buddy. what's that one that's like is it called Old Man or is it called Old Boy or old Baby? Boy. Old boy. Old boy. Old that one. Old that's baby. my choice. Alright. Uh Joey. Uh I will say we'll go with Seven Samurai. Alright. The old school one. Yep, yeah, I know. I know what you're right, good. You got that Kurosawa. Yeah, um, we've got to have it. Max. Yeah, I'd say if it's not Citizen Kane, you're a Philistine. But I'm actually... <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> or, or maybe Vertigo would also be acceptable. I, um, I don't know. I don't know. What, what have you watched recently? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating. Um, uh, I can tell you the last movie I watched was um, There Will Be Blood. It was pretty good. Oh, uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. Is it Caddyshack? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm locking that one in. These are free movies I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like you've run the gambit of Jace movies. A Korean movie, a Japanese movie, and Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus. Okay. I think um, I, I would be a Philistine if I didn't choose Seven Samurai because that's one of the best Ooh. movies ever made. My second guess was going to be Rashomon, but Rashomon okay. is equally as good. All right, sweet. Um, all right, there you go, Joey. Awesome. Uh, it's your choice. Uh, I choose Cyberfront. Um, all right, monster. Now... Huh? You monster. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberfront is a. Is, is a is a gang management game, but it's it's not dumb. It's not dumb. Uh, you know, what do you call it? Cyberpunk stuff. Well, it is, but you're not dumb criminals. You've got like the the mob, the 1920s mob, have somehow stolen a computer, and they've they've gotten into like the, the virtual space. So you play as a don. Uh, yeah. And you, you you need to make up cool laundering businesses all across the city. Uh, your cyber fronts, if you will. You get your uh, you go hassle. You shake down ga- uh, casinos and other and other gangster places, and you get this cool little town map. And you select oh, this building here. This needs this many people to go invade, and then you got to wait three hours for all your characters to go there in real time. And you can. Uh, yeah, you can you can buy with a microtransaction system. 
uh, dumb cyber uh, box uh-huh. for all your villains. Uh, you can outfit them with uh, cyber Thompsons and uh, cyber gr- piano garrote wires. You're just putting cyber in front yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. There's the, there's the, the cyber Tommy gun, uh, like, shoot data. Yeah, <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> Alright. So this game is a... This isn't, like, you want in the action, right? You're just above. You're, you're, above, you're above the action, kind of like the Simpsons uh, town Excellent. management game. I wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly, where you, you're a mob boss managing all your cyber fronts for all your money laundering yep. and... Excellent. Crimes. Alright, that sounds good. Cyberfront. Cyberfront. I like it. Alright, uh, second question. Oh, jeez. Uh, man. Oh, God. Uh, what's my favourite Genesis game? Oh, man, Max will be at a disadvantage here. Wait, okay. What's <laughs> my favourite... Can I also guess? No, you can. What's my... F- okay, yeah, sure. What's my favourite Genesis game? I guess now, since it's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Can my, um, can my guess just be what Joey says? Yes. Because I honestly <laughs> don't know any. <laughs> yeah, you, ch- yeah, go ahead. I choose Rocket Knight. I like... Okay. <laughs> I almost said a thing. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead. I think Comic Zone. Mm. Solid choice. Yeah, those are, I like Rocket Knight a little bit more than I like yes! Comic Zone. So <laughs> Max wins by default. Sorry, Kevin. This is an insane cheating festival. (laughs) (laughs) So, Truckscape. (laughs) Begins. With you being inducted into the Guild of Trucksmen. Alright. Um, you are now a, uh, a knight of the truck. Um, (laughs) you drive around the, uh, dystopian, the highways of the dystopian future, um, protecting the innocent from the world that they cannot see. (laughs) Because there is a war on the highways, my friends. A war between trucks and evil. Um, it's basically a, uh, hmm, I'd say it's a resource management and it's sort of crossed with like a truck sim, um, where you are driving your truck from town to town, picking up missions, um, you can outfit your truck in the way that you see fit, um, you can recruit people to man your truck, uh, to, you know outfit it with weapons and so on and then go out and fight the uh baddies <laughs> yep who are the baddies oh that's what they're called um oh yeah the guild of badsmen yeah uh, <laughs> badsmen I don't, I don't know what's the opposite of a truck a boat a boat. Boats can't be on highways. They can't, well, like, yeah, like, a, like a boat and a truck have a hard time fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah, it's like that Simpsons joke where they have Knight Rider, but he he has a boat. There's <laughs> <laughs> always like a, there's always a river that goes inland. When he's chasing <laughs> yeah, that's someone. right. <laughs> um, I'd say maybe they'd be fighting like buses or something. I mean, buses are tricky, though, because it's like, oh, is it a normal school bus, or is it like a, Magic a bus? Magic school bus. The yeah. bad guys have developed a rail system. 
and they Apple got a train all through the town <laughs> and they attacked the trucks. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, rail, railways and trucks already hate each other. Yep. Sure <clears> do. And also, trains are pretty dope. Mm. I like it, the idea of, of the, like, all the truck dudes, like, squads, like, communicating, like, breaker, breaker, we got a 930 over here to, you know, to fuzz it. But there's, <laughs> like, a, there's also, like, there's speak. also, like, a, a medieval, like, sh- like, a knight's mentality, like you were a trucksman mm. of the table, and, um... <laughs> And everyone's called like you know Sir Gaza or whatever, and um, <laughs> Sir Gaza, <laughs> the classic truck name, uh, trucker's name. Yeah, yeah, and you can obviously imagine yeah, that you know before you you pick up a mission, you need to go to the outskirts to fight off these trains that have been attacking this town um, mm-hmm. every night for the last three nights, and so you load up on you get some mercenaries to man the machine guns in the back of the truck. You'll load up on, um, you know, energy drinks and snacks that'll give you, uh, you know, buffs. And then you'll head out there. You can obviously see the potential for a multiplayer component here. Yeah. One team is the train dudes. One team is the truck dudes. Fight, fight, fight. You know? Yeah. And so that's, uh, that's I think afterwards they scape. celebrate at the diner, right? They all go to the diner and have a, have a cup of joe. <laughs> Get those mm. buffs going. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, that's that's Truckscape. And now we got uh, Kevin, who is, is the one who remains with uh, the funniest name out of the three. Okay, the year is, the year is twin Town Challenge. The year is 2121. The Earth has been overpopulated, but luckily a mysterious additional continent rises in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So, we need towns to, to house all these people in. Uh, a group of aliens have created this continent and they say, okay, we will we have this continent for you, but we will only allow your people to move on to this continent if you can fulfill our requirements. <laughs> and so basically, we're, we're at the whims of these aliens. We have to build towns and move people in, but they're just putting it just insane requests for the kinds of towns that we built. So, like, upside-down towns. Towns that don't have any roads, or any houses, and everything has to be underground. Uh, we're, we're, all, we're all at their whims. Luckily, we have a secret weapon, a clone of Mr. Will Wright. He's <laughs> our, our forward general, and he knows exactly how to solve all of these problems. So you play as, as Will Wright, and you solve bizarre architectural impossibilities to create towns that uh, should be impossible. And you get raided at the end, and everyone's towns go up online. Also, my, my, my truckscape would be just like RuneScape, but everyone's a truck. And my cyber front, <laughs> my cyber front would be uh, a cop who gets sliced down... He gets sliced in chest? two. <laughs> yeah, he gets sliced in two, and his chest half is gone, and he has to. He gets a uh, put a robot on his front half. That's so what I was thinking as well. He Jesus. A, yeah. Well, then that's what you should have pitched. I should have, but I didn't, couldn't he make a game a... out of it. I was like, "What's going he, on?" He has a cyber front. Yeah. And, you He's know, got a cyber he, front he, and a human butt. Yeah, he, yeah. He fights crime, and it's like, uh, it's like Shatterhand. Like is the, hand or, uh, 
like, is the twist at the end that the bad guy is his his cyber back yeah, it's with his, his front? It's what's it's all yeah, it's what's left of his front half with a cyber back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's, he's fighting himself. It's like got all these layers. Uh, Holy it's really, shit! It's really deep. Wow, I would have chosen Kevin Stott's Cyberfront if that was a choice, but unfortunately, I can't. <laughs> All right, so um, we got man. This is a real hard one too. Oh god. Well. All right, so I'll run from Town Challenge. It, feel, it feels like you're put on the spot there a bit, Kevin. I'm sorry that you didn't get the one you wanted. It's all right. I'm still happy. Um, I'm still proud. Yeah, I, I like Town Challenge mostly because Will Bright's in it and he's an alien. Um, uh, uh, Cyberfront has a, a gorgeous amount of potential. Yes, it But does. I feel like th- there wasn't enough... Si- like, you were just adding the word cyber. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> totally. I was put on the spot. Uh, <laughs> and that's that was my go-to. Yeah. But I like, I like the idea of, like, Dons of the Mafia having cyber stuff and, like, like hacking... Yes. Like, you know, strip clubs and stuff. It's like a watchdogs. Wait, if, if they're the only ones that have the computer, who are they hacking? They're hacking like they're hacking like the lights and shit and like the security cameras yeah. to shoot bullets. But it's, the, it's I, I see the... I saw it more in like a dystopian cyber world kind of okay. setting. Where these guys are from the past but they know how to hack. Okay. <laughs> it's needlessly complicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to have to give it to, uh, to Truckscape, uh, which is a very collaborative effort where we all added to it. Yep. Honk, honk, breaker, breaker, 419. <laughs> Truckscape is on the rise here, uh, in eBay games coming soon. Pre-order now and get your oh, free truck. <laughs> yeah. You An get actual truck. Truck yep, statue. A it's a full truck. Yeah. Yeah. Truck statue. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> That's a good, Yeah. All right, so uh, Max has won. It, feel, it feels like it's been a while since Max won one. I'm I, glad I, he did. I, I'm a I'm a patriot, really. I love my country, and in <laughs> yeah, honor of that, and patriot. the fact that it's Olympics this year, um, I I'm happy to get bronze every time. Oh, <laughs> well, you got you got the gold medal this time, buddy. So congratulations. Oh, I feel so Woo! conflicted. <laughs> my my only dream was to win bronze. Yeah. Guys, I feel like I trucked up. Yeah, you really, you really <laughs> trucked it all up. Um, I want to leave now because of that joke. Wait, wait so. till you see the trailer though. Yeah, <laughs> get ready to get trucked up. That's a tagline on the poster. Um, so that was uh, the podcast, everyone. Thanks, thanks for listening. Ah, uh, as joy. always, you can send us questions and stuff at email. Just questions at Skypirate Yep, there you go. Uh, and we have a Twitter account, Kevin. That's Sky Pirate Radio, mm-hmm. I believe, where you can tune in. We also got a Facebook page if you want to check it out. I believe it's also Sky Pirate Studios, isn't it? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. So th- th- those are the links. Um, I've been Jace. That's been Kevin. There's Joel, and uh, we have a final parting thought from our our uh, scholar and teacher. Yes. A Max. philosopher in residence, Max. Yes. Eat more eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, everybody. I'm pretty sure it was Socrates who. That one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, have a good week, everyone. See ya. Enjoy, boys. <laughs>